ladies and gentlemen, we are back from our holiday break. This is our first episode of 2021. Welcome back to the Castle Collective. And what a collective we have tonight. We got a great topic and a great group. Uh, first of all, from the Word on the Main Street podcast, he is the King Bee, Brian Lords. Welcome to the show. Great to be back. Yes, and along with the King Bee, Brian Lords, we have from Word on the Main Street also, Sean Solo, Mr. Sean Lords. What's happening, Sean Solo? Yeah, how's it going? I'm glad to be here. Thank ah, you. Glad to have you here. And uh, from all the way out in the middle of the, I was going to make a Jungle Cruise reference of some kind, but <laughs> nothing quite came to me, but he is Skipper Rob. Rob Foray, how are you? Doing good. Did you guys hear the news about that they're going to revamp some of the uh, show scenes on the Jungle Cruise? Yes. That's a separate subject, but pretty exciting news. We should put in a plug for Word on the Main Street right now because you guys talk all about it. So We sure do. Yes. <laughs> so very, very exciting. Very cool stuff. You know um, what? They really should have brought me in for their podcast as a former skipper. We yeah. should have. I didn't that even think been about great. that. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Opportunity missed. There next time, next time. <laughs> well, but today's topic, we've got uh, a really, really good one. Now, if you've listened to several episodes of the show, you know that multiple times we have talked about a land that we all love. And I want to make it clear from the beginning, because <laughs> you're going to see the title and it may not sound like we love it as much, but it's a land that we all love. Do we all agree we all love Tomorrowland? Worse. In some way, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We now love I'm it. I take umbrage with this. I, I listened to the podcast where you guys ranked all your lands, and mm -hmm. all three of you, I believe, ranked it as dead last. Yes. Which I want to take much umbrage <laughs> with just because I think you guys are ranking it dead last because of what it could be or what it was and not what it is. Anything like I can't believe you ranked Toontown above <laughs> Tomorrowland. <laughs> See that that is blasphemous. Two Town is like the worst. It's yes. like Roger Rabbit and some meet and greets. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, but Roger Rabbit is phenomenal. But the truth is, it's because of what it could be. It's like exactly. You walk through... That's why I take umbrage with it. Exactly. If you were to tell somebody like, "Hey, go to Disneyland. Go straight to Toontown. Skip Tomorrowland." They're skipping <laughs> what the best ride in the yes. entire. Park. However, out of fairness. It's like saying you got to take the prom queen to your prom, but she had yeah. food poisoning. It's just not the right. same. It's not fair. Yes. So, so the, the episode we're, we're, we're titling Let's Fix Tomorrowland. And Tomorrowland's the prodigal son, right? Yes. Uh, we are, we, because it, okay? we believe in it. We believe in it. it will That's return the point. One day. Yes. We all believe in it. So first of all, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about how much we love Tomorrowland because we do. And to your point, Rob, I think we've been a little bit possibly unfair to yes. Tomorrowland, uh, but we do love it. All of us love it. And I love it. When I was a kid, Tomorrowland was the ultimate. Now uh, we don't have to go into how much ridiculously older I am than all of you, <laughs> right. but uh, I don't need to do a show of hands by who has been to uh, journey to Mars, who has been on, Journey in Inner Space. Uh, I've been on all of Wait, those. Though. You've been on Journey to Inner Space? Yes. Yes. When I was a kid. Yes. Okay. I am old. I am uh, coming up a few months. I'll be 49 years old. So, wow. 
Indeed. Okay. But uh, when I was a kid, Tomorrowland was everything. And there was the Starcade was there and Captain EO was there, which was the greatest thing ever. Lords, don't need to hear from either of you on your thoughts <laughs> on Captain EO. <laughs> but uh, it was uh, the greatest. And of course, a churro cart. Uh, of course, Space Mountain. Oh, was there a Chewbacca churro that. cart? That would have been kidding. cool. I made that up. But <laughs> that'd be awesome, though. But in any Chewbacca's case, Chewbacca's churros. I loved <laughs> Tomorrowland. Now, uh, what do you, what do you guys love about Tomorrowland? Give me give me some things you love a, about it. Not specific rides or attractions or anything. What do you just generally love about Tomorrowland? Who wants the to go first? Promise of tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> promise of tomorrow, Rob. Sean, what do you love about Tomorrowland? Uh. <laughs> trying to figure this one out um i mean i like the nostalgia of it i mean it's been there since the beginning um and i don't know it's, it's a classic land but uh like we're gonna discuss it does need a little work but it's yeah. just uh it's fun to be in right yeah brian I like that there are still things that remind me of its glory days in Tomorrowland. No doubt. No doubt. And there is, there's a lot of original stuff there. And I think the optimism of the future yes. is very cool. I do think that's something that, that Walt wanted. I, I think if we talk about where it went wrong, and there have been a lot of articles, books written about this, other podcasts, whatever, is where it goes wrong is that it was built on futurism. What could come? And so just to touch on Disney World, they still have Carousel of Progress there. And when you get to the future one, everything in the future one right now is from five it's years like ago. It's like the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at 20s. least, five, yeah. I mean, he's got voice control. You know, Amazon has a microwave that does what their revolutionary oven does now that you can pick up for 150 bucks, you know. And the kid's wearing a rugby and jeans. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're right. And actually the graphics on the, the, the screen that they're playing on the computer game is just terrible. So they have their older stuff too. But focusing on, on Disneyland, that's been the problem is that they, tr they have always tried to be about what is coming in the future. And right now we're progressing so fast that how can you figure out what might be possible in 50 years? And so we're going to, but then the other part of the other part of the problem is a lot of things have kind of gone out and not gotten replaced. So there's not a ton yeah. really there anymore. Uh, you know, I mean, the theater is not used for really anything anymore. They'll have occasionally show previews of a movie there or something. Uh, whereas that was a big attraction, both with Captain EO and, and Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Uh, there was the massive Starcade. That's now just part of the gift shop, and the upstairs is completely closed. You know, the People Mover has been shut down. There's just a lot that's gone. So, Well, anyway, so we're going to talk about fixing Tomorrowland. And first of all, we're going to go through all the attractions. Uh, and this is a game. We're going to play a little game. It's called Remove, Remodel, or Remain. And I'm going to read off an attraction. You tell us uh, if it should be removed, i.e. taken out completely and gone, if it should be remodeled and updated, and if so, how, or should it remain in place, leave it as it is, don't touch it. So we're going to start fixing Tomorrowland this way. 
starting with the Astro Orbiter. And I'm going to go to uh, Skipper Rob first on this one. Skipper Rob, Astro Orbiter, remove, remodel, or remain? Now, Astro Orbiter is the first ride that we walk into when it's in that big circle. Yep. Now, what was there one on top of the People Mover? Yes. What's that one? So Astro so, Orbiter used to be on top of the People Mover. I think it was right. called the Rocket Jets at the time. Yeah, it was called Rocket yeah. Jets. Um, so, you know, this is hard. I, I put remodel, but my opinion for flow of traffic, get rid of it. It is such, if you've ever been there on a crowded day, it's just like, it's just in the way. It's in the way. 100% I, I just agree. get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Brian? So remove. I concur on the remodel in that same effect that the only thing that I want changed is I want to put back where it came from. Yeah. Mm. Sean. Well, uh, definitely remove from the location, put it back on top where it was. Um, I just don't like redundancy. uh, And I feel like with Dumbo and Astro Orbiters, it's the same ride basically. But then you put it on top of a tallish building and uh, it adds a little more to it, a little more. Do you want it to spin the other direction? Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, oh, counterclockwise. Wow. Wait, are you but, saying uh, counterclockwise or that the jets actually fly backward? <laughs> no, counterclockwise. Uh, Just opposite of Dumbo. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I put it up because I, I mean, you don't find teenagers on Dumbo very often that yeah. aren't just messing around. Uh, but put it on top of a building where you're a lot higher off the ground, you're going to get more teenagers wanting to ride something you get the view yeah so i wouldn't remove it completely but i think we're unanimous Uh, you know it's opened up much more now that uh french fry rocks are gone um (laughs) you know i mean that was causing between french fry rocks out in front and the astro orbiter it was bad but on a busy night you don't know where that line begins where it ends it's uncomfortably close to the line for uh, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And here's the issue I have. If you're going to re- replace it, you got to figure out how to make it a higher capacity attraction. And maybe, maybe the answer is to put in, like take out the, maybe take out the rockets themselves and make it more like the Zephyr over at California Adventure, where you can mm-hmm. at least seat seven or eight people. Cause part of the problem is, it's like, you'll see it's a 45 minute line and there are 30 people in line. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it, you know, about 10 people can go. It's 10 people every three minutes. You know, it's really bad as far as how many people it goes through. So I think we all agree. It's a fun ride. When was the last time you guys were on that, Brian? Uh, it would have been our last trip in the park. It seems like our kids usually like to ride that at least once. And going to your point on capacity, you have all those same little kids that all want their own rocket. <laughs> yes. Yes. So a family with four kids will take up five rockets because dad has to yep. be a separate one. Sean, when was the last time you were on it? I would probably say 2004. Wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've been on it in a long time. Yeah. Rob? It's not something that intrigues me. Uh, this might blow your minds. I've never been on it. Wow. Okay. I never wanted to wait for it. I can't fault you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it is fun because you, you can control it going up and down, which when I was a kid, that was the greatest thing. When you'd go all the way up, it would feel really, really cool uh, going up and down. 
what I've found now as a middle-aged larger man, getting out of it is its own adventure. That should be an attraction in and of itself. Can Sean get out of the rocket rod thing? So yeah, it's uh, it's okay. So we all agree. Astro orbiters gets moved, put it up higher. Plus it's more fun to see it from up above. The downside is they did used to have an elevator and that kind of took up a lot of time also, but so what? Make it, make it happen. I, I, I agree. Any other thoughts on Astro Orbiter before we move on? I may have been on it when I was a child, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. But being on the elevated one, I think it's so much better. It's so much more magical being yeah. able to see a view. You're up above. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to Autopia. This one I cannot wait to hear. And uh, let's go over to King B, Brian Lords. What's your thought on Autopia? Remove, remodel, or remain? I will probably take some heat for this, but I am saying remove. <laughs> yeah. All right. It Give takes us up too much real estate. There's so much more that could be done with that space than what it is right now. And it's, yeah, it's thrilling for little kids to be able to drive. But those of us that have a license do that every day anyway. <laughs> Why do I want to go pretend on an attraction? All right. Brian's got very strong feelings on it. I like it. All right, Sean Solo. Uh, I'm kind of torn. It's an original attraction, so to see it go would be sad. But it, like Brian said, it's a lot of real estate that could be used for something else. Um, I also don't understand what the futuristic aspect of it is other than Osimo. Yeah, uh, Osimo waves to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, so either I would is say either a re- Osimo? Yeah. That's the yes. robot, yeah. Wait, because like, Cartman was Osimo, <laughs> right? Wasn't it's he spelled Osimo differently. O S S I M O. That just made my night, Rob. <laughs> I just remember Cartman was Osimo the robot in like the cardboard box. Yeah, that episode's great. But yeah, uh, ultimately, I would say either a heavy like retheme or just get rid of it. All right, very strong feelings. I like it, uh, Skipper Rob. So uh, there's a caveat with this because I did my research. When I say research, I went to the internet and watched the video. Um, <laughs> if we remove Autotopia there or remodel it, there's a caveat. Another ride has to go, which is the Nemo because of the, the infrastructure. They're connected. Mm. Um, and so my opinion, I say remove. I just remove, and but then you got to remove another one as well. So, <laughs> well, I'm so sure there's a way that. they could rebuild out. Uh, there's got to be a way that they could rebuild yeah. out Nemo, if anybody decided that should not be removed. Um, yeah, but they, uh, they got to get rid of the cars, which are like it's not California friendly. You know, yeah, they, they want to s- go to electric, but electric doesn't really work anyway. So just remove. Uh, we're going to make this another clean sweep. I am all in on remove. And I say that with a little bit of sadness because when I was a kid, I thought it was really cool. And then, uh, you know, we adopted a kid who just loves cars. JC loves cars. And when he was nine, we adopted him when he was nine, 10, I took him to Disneyland for his first time. And it was the only thing he cared about. He loved it so much. But, you know, you got the cars that end up running into each other. You got that bar in the middle that jerks you so hard if you run into it. But my biggest thing. all day. 
Can you imagine working there? Oh my gosh. The smell alone, I could not handle working there. Yeah, I think you all touched on, but Sean Solo, even more so, is I'm with you on the real estate. I mean, that is a massive amount of land and it's all flat. So you don't build up from it. You know, there's so much possibility there that uh, I'm all for remove. Uh, yeah. And, and you're right. It is an original attraction and it tap, but my, my issue is I like original stuff that has nostalgia, like a train, you know, the, the whole point of a train or parts of new Orleans, you know, is, is nostalgic. I don't feel like Autopia is nostalgic. I feel like they keep trying to make it modern. Right. WW, what would Walt do? Right. And there is a quote from Walt, I believe it is, uh, Disneyland is never finished or Disney right. World is never finished, right? Yeah. I think yeah. Walt would all be for about changing. I don't think he's all like, no, this is an original ride. People want to hold on to what Walt envisioned, but I think if he was alive today, he would say, get rid of it. Yeah, I totally support it. So we're taking out, uh, so we're, we've already moved the Astro Orbiter. We're yep. taking out Autopia completely. This remodel is going beautifully, guys. I love <laughs> We're this. getting rid of all the A's. All right. Now, this will be interesting. On to Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. Remove, remodel, or remain Sean Solo. What do you think? I would remove. Uh, again, don't like the redundancy over in California Adventure. You've got uh, Midway Mania, a shooting game where you earn a high score. That's much uh, better. A much but, yeah, better, a better product for sure. And I just feel like that's taking up also a good chunk of space that could be better utilized for a Tomorrowland rather than just a space land. Yeah. Okay. How about uh, Rob? What do you think on uh, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters? I have some really good insight. I have been on the best Buzz Lightyear out there, and so I say remodel. Uh, mm. model it after what they'd done in Shanghai. It was it was so much more enjoyable in Shanghai. You can pick up your 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 uh blaster and then they have an LED of the score. Not LED, yeah. sorry. It's actually it's actually like a computer generated and then they have projection mapping and then they have interactive uh animatronics. So it's just so much better. Um, so I would just say remodel, mop, just take what they've done in Shanghai and put it in Disneyland. It's so much better. Is it really that it's that much better? Yes. I enjoyed it. I went and I'm like, Oh, this is what this could be. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That is awesome. And I'm also thinking for the sake of like, are we doing this with unlimited budget? And if I'm really thinking about this realistically (laughs) remodel, if, if they can model after Shanghai, it'll be that much better. How hard would it be to do the remodel, Rob? You know it, you know in the attractions. Is it is it massive overall? Or no. is it just more of the light guns and stuff? I, I would think they would have to well, they would have to remodel all the 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 actual buggies. What do we call them? The the omni movers. So that might be a bit of an overhaul, but I think if they add some projection mapping and then put in some new uh animatronics. They can revitalize that for sure. Awesome. Awesome. I love that idea. For me, this is a remodel, but not in the same way as Rob. I'm more of a remodel of turn it into a a traditional dark ride. I don't think you need, I, I think that 
we just need more dark rides and I love dark rides and I think you could turn it into a really cool dark ride. It's a cool show like building. A narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A narrative, you know, make it and make it kind of like, I think it'd be cool to do a combination where you start off going through, you know, whatever through, through Buzz Lightyear and Zorg is coming after you or something. And then maybe you take off like Peter Pan and you're, you know, your ride vehicle actually takes flight, you know, and you fly around a little bit or something. So I'm, mm. I, I tend to agree. My frustration with it is that I am very bad at Astro Blasters. <laughs> so I, I never get a great score. I'm just not that good at it. But every time I do it, I think to myself, yeah, I kind of, uh, compared to California Adventure, it's not even a, not even a horse race. You know, it's just outdated. Yeah. It just feels outdated. So fun stuff in it, fun strategy, but yeah, I'm I'm saying do something else with that space. So the Lord's boys are once again in conjunction with one another. Um <laughs> get rid of it. There's a lot of space that could be used up for something else. And all this removing that I'm doing, I promise you I will come back to later. There's a reason for it. I just love just it. Keep Ooh, listening. I'm excited to hear this plan. Yes. Awesome. All right. I like it. So we've got a remove from Brian, a remove from Sean. This is one that we've actually split. So pretty good. All right. Uh, next. And I'm just going to, we're not going to actually talk about remove or model or remain, but I have to say because the station is there, Disneyland does consider the monorail that monorail station to be an actual attraction. They list it on Disneyland.com. None of us are removing the monorail. So, and because it goes all over the place, you know, yeah. So Just remove the station and see what happens. <laughs> That'll be a thrill ride. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty uh-huh. exciting. See if you can jump the shark. Yeah. That'd be pretty thrilling. From my perspective, you guys, once again, you guys are more Disneyland is your homeland. Like I, I grew up in the, not grew up, but I, I'm more familiar with Magic Kingdom and I love the monorail so much. I just love how it goes through Disneyland itself, which I think is really cool. And so oh, yeah. I would never change that. I think that's an, Walt, once again, original. And I love the track that it goes through Disney, yeah. uh, through Tomorrowland. I think it's one of the highlights for me. Totally agree. I don't think anyone would touch the monorail, but I also don't think of the monorail when I think of Tomorrowland. Uh, you know, no. a- any more than I think of the railroad being attached to a specific land. So I think when the monorail first came in, though, it really was tomorrow. I mean, it was the first yeah, was. monorail yeah. that we had in the Western Hemisphere. So yeah. at the time, I could see it being considered tomorrow. It's it's really not these days, but like you guys are saying, I would never say get rid yeah. of it. Ever. And the monorail fits within my narrative at the very, very end. Yes. Brian's I can't got wait a plan. To hear that. I got a plan. So this fits I love within it. my plan. All right. So does anybody else have the song monorail going through their head right now? <laughs> monorail. <laughs> I cannot hear the word monorail without. Monorail. Glides as softly as a cloud. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, uh, this takes us over to the Finding Nemo submarine voyage. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on that. Let's go to the King Bee, Brian. Got it. It's gone. Take it out completely. Take it out. Wow. All right. We're, We're leveling it. We're filling it in. It's never to come back. 
Gotcha. Okay. So that's just filling in its ground and put something else there on the ground. He's just taking he's just taking a bulldozer the entire length. <laughs> Anybody that knows me knows this is not a surprise. Yeah, I I love it. Sounds good. All right, Sean Solo. Uh, I had the pleasure of going to Tokyo uh, Disney Sea and writing Sea Rider, uh, oh. which is the Finding Nemo Sea Rider. Um, and I would remodel this to be that attraction. Um, okay. Basically, you would remove this and put that in, but uh, it's it's amazing. It's way better than the submarines. It smells less horrible um <laughs> and it sits a lot of people at once um and i believe there's cool. in tokyo they had two cars um so it's a, it's a motion theater very uh very cool it's like star tours where you have uh different scenes that go random mm. um and and it's just a it's but a you're actually it's down so inside under the water no no it's no. all okay. The windows are all uh, gotcha. screens, but mm. it's all around you. It's not just cool. a front screen, but you have side screens as well. But on a side I note, I, I actually thought of you guys because I know that your uh, your specific uh, aversion to the smell of this ride. <laughs> uh, I'm listening to an audiobook right now called Disney's Land, and it's kind of a guy his personal tribute to Disneyland. And he talks about the first time he went was with his uncle. And this was in the 19, I want to say like late 60s. And uh, they went into the submarine voyage. And uh, his uncle had run submarines during World War II. And it, as soon as his uncle climbed in, he went, even smells like a real submarine. <laughs> I got a kick out of that. All right, Skipper Rob, where are you with uh, Finding Nemo submarine voyage? I'm kind of going out of bounds right now. I put rethink. Um, and the reason I put rethink is if I could go back in time and say, are you really sure you want to retheme this ride? Just rethink that. Think about the future. And so um, I actually enjoy the ride. But to be completely honest, I think I fell asleep on it last time, um, which is weird. <laughs> like I fell asleep on a ride. But I enjoy it for what it is. And so... To me, it's just, I'm just thinking, once again, logistically, it's so hard to remove that ride. But if I had to be forced my hand, it would be remove. Yeah, okay. So I'm, yeah, I don't even know if what I'm going to say constitutes a remodel because it's so drastic. I, I don't feel, I mean, I understand that Finding Nemo is very popular with kids. I think that will wane over time. I think it probably is waning now. I mean, I think Finding Dory brought some, you know, some love back to it. But I don't think the ride lends itself that well to Finding Nemo. I don't, I think, and maybe it's because I was a little kid or whatever, I loved the original. I just thought yeah. the original was so cool. And I think that while Disneyland is not likely to take it away from an IP, I think make it a non-IP ride again and go back to the adventure of what it was and put in stuff, whether it's, you know, animatronic underneath or whatever, bring back the adventure where you feel like you're really on a submarine voyage. And when you'd go through the ice and when you'd go through all those things, that caused me to really think. And one of the things I worry about with newer Disney attractions is it takes the imagination out of it. 
because it's characters you know and it's a story you know. You can't build up what's going on around you. So I'm all for remodel, but I would take it either back to a new version of the original uh, Submarine Voyage or just make a whole new adventure out of it. Just come up with a whole new adventure. So I'm I'm a, I'm a remodel guy when when it comes to Finding Nemo. But I mean major maybe it is a rethink or reimagine or whatever it's major remodel like overhaul the whole thing but have it still be a submarine attraction i also think find a way to to seat more people in there and i also finally would say bring back the live mermaids for crying out loud just bring back the oh, live yeah. mermaids out there <laughs> wearing masks of course <laughs> social distancing on the rocks all right, from Finding Nemo, we go to Space Mountain. Sean Solo, lead us off with Space Mountain. Uh, I don't want to quite say remodel, uh, but maybe update some things uh, on Space Mountain. Uh, I know when you're in the hallways and there's like windows in the hallways and it shows out into space, it almost looks like a, a faded picture of space. Um, mm. It doesn't look doesn't look legit to me. You could, I think it would be really cool to have like LCD screens in the windows where it looks like you're in a revolving space station. So maybe the stars are moving. Oh, that would be Um, cool. Just, just make you feel like you're more in space. And then I don't know, maybe some new effects inside the attraction, but I, I love the attraction and I don't want it to go. Which is really not a remodel. What you're talking no. about is just they do this every few years. You know, just they do update. update. <laughs> so an update. So so you would say remain largely oh, yeah. as it is. It's not a retheming. It's not right. a remodeling. So if you had to vote, re- remain but update. Yes. Indeed. All right. Very very cool. Uh, let's go from there over to Rob. Uh, we talked all about this in my episode. Remain. It's my favorite attraction. Um, we didn't talk about this when we did, if I had, if I could wait up a magic wand and do something cool to it, I would cover the queue, the outside queue. So as soon as you go up, it's all completely, and it's a huge star dome. Like, mm, while you're waiting, that'd be cool. how cool would be cool. that be? Right? Whoa, that is a cool idea. Right? So it's completely covered that whole entire queue area, and it's just a star dome. Yeah, when you're outside. You would make that long wait so much more pleasant. Wouldn't that be cool? Um, That is cool. I've been into, uh, I went to Soaring in Shanghai. And while you're waiting in line, it's this stardome there as well. It's like nighttime and you're looking up into the sky and there's shooting stars and things like that. It's really cool. And so I really enjoyed that. It just really had like a calming effect. And so I think that would be really cool for uh, it would be really nice when the line is long during summer too, because it'd be air conditioned. Mm-hmm. And yes. sometimes I've stood out on that deck and it gets mighty hot. So yes, it does. Yeah. Really good. All right. King B. Brian, what you got? I'm on the retain as well. I like what Sean was saying with kind of the queue area, maybe adding some screens in there, maybe have an astronaut every now and then come up and start washing <laughs> the window or something, get his little squeegee out. <laughs> clean it up Wouldn't that get be all fun? the space free off of it um but largely it's the way it is um i definitely like what both rob and sean had to say about it i'm all for both of those things let's uh keep that one going i, I agree with everything said i think the suggestions are great i think it's 
such a phenomenal attraction. Leave it alone. It's the anchor of that land. It's one of the great symbols of Disneyland. Everybody gets happy just seeing that. The outside of it, they nailed it. It doesn't look dated. It just, it will always look like the future. It looked like the future in the 1970s. It looks like the future in 2021. Uh, the whole idea of it is phenomenal. Eventually, they'll either make it even better or ruin it with an attra- or with a uh, film based on it. <laughs> But who knows what they'll do with it. But it's the best. It is such a fantastic attraction. And uh, yeah, I hope, I I think they can keep enhancing it, but I hope they don't change too much. Uh, I, gosh, I I wasn't going to say it, but for for crying out loud, get rid of Ghost Galaxy. I love Ghost Galaxy. (laughs) Keep it. Galaxy Galaxy stays. Yeah, not a fan of Ghost Galaxy, but otherwise, that's okay. I can deal with Ghost Galaxy. Uh, but uh, yeah, we all I love like Space Ghost Mountain. Like yeah, it. most people do. I hate get, it. Uh, get rid of the Star Wars overlay. Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. been on that one yet. Yeah, it's much it's as right. I hate to say it, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I Well, I agree too, because we have an entire land. You know, you don't need the cheap overlay afterthought. And it, they did it well, by the way. Uh, but you know, yeah. All right. So from Space Mountain, speaking of Star Wars, let's go to Star Tours. <laughs> the adventures continue. Skipper Rob, what you got on Star Tours? Um, I, I would say remain. They they've done a good job of updating it. I think it's one of the most magical rides as a child. I know a lot of people go on it now, and it seems very dated. But I love the combination of all the new places that you can go. I think there's maybe 10 different uh, destinations. And I like that you end up in Galaxy's Edge when you're done. I think that's kind of cool, even though you're on the other side of the park. <laughs> I, I like it. Um, so I say remain. All right, Rob. I did I'm not budget see conscious. that. I'm I... budget conscious. I'm budget conscious. I did not see that coming. We go from Skipper Rob to Accountant Rob. That's pretty good. I I did not see that you were going to go that direction, but very interesting. Brian. Remain, but replace, not, what am I saying? Remain, but relocate to where it properly belongs. Mm. Ah. So pick it up and if move it over to, to land Galaxy's at Edge. the end in Galaxy's Edge, we may as well have it over there. Brian's played a lot of SimCity in his day. You know, it's like pick it up and <laughs> yes, you just you just pick it up, relocate it, drop it, open it back up. Yeah. We're good to go. Yeah, it's all good. No, no, all right, that would be ideal for sure. Sean Solo, what's what's your thought on this? I'm no accountant, uh, but <laughs> I would <laughs> I'd remove it. Um, a couple reasons: Star Wars takes place a long time ago. Um, so it's not really future, you know what I'm saying? But it is in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. I just don't think tomorrow always equals space. Um, and then you've got the whole land for Star Wars. Uh, like Brian said, either just move it over there or just get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I am, uh, when I was a kid, when I was a little boy, <laughs> uh, I remember. Uh-huh. Star Tours opening 
and just how revolutionary it was. And so it pains me to say this because I probably waited three hours to go on it. Uh, but I yeah. think take it out. And, and part of where I'm remove on this one is I think all things, and <laughs> this will go into our last attraction as well. I think anything to do with Star Wars should be taken out of Tomorrowland. I think for Tomorrowland to actually live and prosper everything everything star wars gets moved if it is remotely star wars it gets moved to galaxy's edge and i understand that galaxy's edge takes place at a different time than you know the original films and everything but there's got to be a way let star wars own that part of the park and turn tomorrowland into its own thing make it into something special uh in and of itself so i would take it out completely I go on it every time I go. I think it's a lot of fun. It's a great attraction, but it bothers me now that it's there. And I think if we're going to fix or save Tomorrowland, to me, we just take it out. So, or maybe, maybe you do another motion coaster, you know, experience with yeah. it. That's not Star Wars, but you know, that's not my. Really, yeah. Well, here's the thing about it. You know, I like how you're saying we got to keep those lands separate. And I wanted a retheming of Autopia, I thought of, but I, it didn't quite work. I was thinking of retheming it to the Mandalorian DeLoreans. And then you got, the, <laughs> and you got like these terrible like DeLoreans. But, anyway, that was the that's great. You could you could mash up so much with that when they hit 88 miles an hour. Suddenly you're in yeah. the future. And you really are in Tomorrowland. Oh, the Mandalorian DeLoreans. That's awesome. At Autopia. When you hit 88 miles an hour, you're going to see some serious Sith. There you hey, go. there you go. <laughs> I like it. Oh, well played, guys. Both of you. Very well played. Well, back to our last uh, attraction in Tomorrowland. It's interesting. They don't even list the theater anymore. The theater has nothing, uh, you know. So um, back to our last attraction, which is Star Wars Launch Bay. Uh, Brian, remove, remodel, or remain Star Wars Launch Bay. Well, if we haven't caught on to my theme here yet... Uh, it's remove, get rid of it, bulldoze it, take the building out so they can never do such a thing again. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you got pretty strong feelings on that. <laughs> um, and going back to the theater, take that out too. So we can't have captain EO come back. Oh, either. for the love. I am about to mute you <laughs> <laughs> because when we get to our ideas for attractions, I'm renaming Tomorrowland captain EO land. <laughs> Uh, see, I'm it's not visiting ca- that land. It's all Captain EO all the time. Sean, what have you got for Star Wars Launch Bay? Uh, get rid of it. I just don't. I don't know. I'm like you. Get rid of all the Star Wars. Yeah. Unless it's in the Star Wars themed land. Yeah. How about you, Rob? I've never been on it because I'm just like, I don't really care about a glorified meet and greet. That's what it feels like to me. That's I've been what it there is. in interventions <laughs> and I kind of yeah. walked around and I'm like, I don't really care. Um, to me, it just wastes space. But uh, back to my budget conscious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if we're going to be budget conscious about it, why don't we just have it become Horizons 2.0? The oh, greatest ride. It would be awesome the if they rebuilt Horizons. Oh, I loved Horizons so I much. I loved Horizons as well. Yeah. But if, but if it's talking another language now. 
Yeah, that's uh, Horizons is a, a Disney World thing. Yes. That was oh. uh, that was an Epcot thing, and it was awesome. And unfortunately, it made way for... Uh, what ended Mission up going to throw in? up. Oh, yeah, Mission, Mission Space. Up. Yes, yeah. where I no longer do the red line anymore. I only do the green <laughs> line now because I'm an right. old man. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was way better than Mission Space. But see, I'm a dark ride guy, and that was one of the best dark rides ever made. Um, yes, in fact, uh, we, we mentioned this in one other episode. There's a great short documentary on YouTube yes. about two guys, Hoot and I remember the other guy's name. Yeah. But uh, they, they basically figured out that there were no cameras in uh horizons in the and there were no yeah. there were no weight sensors so they would time it they'd wait until there was a big gap in the line they'd go in and they'd jump off the cars and just walk around the sets it's amazing I remember seeing this video it is worth it's watching so it's so good so and it will make you cry at the end it does it's it's a beautiful beautiful movie so uh i'm all for shutdown launch bay and this is of everything we've talked about. This is my strongest feeling because it's bad yes. enough that we have star tours and we also have a land dedicated to star Wars, but this we is like the afterthought carnival version. Like yeah. they, what, what else can we put in here? Here's a movie about how we made the movies. Here's a figurine from one of the movies. Here's a meet and greet, but mostly it's a gift shop and it's, yeah. it is, it's a hot circle of garbage is what it is. It's it, it is this mammoth building. And especially because this mammoth building once held carousel of progress. One of my favorite attractions of all time. Then it held America sings, which was so awesome. Then horizons are uh, not horizons uh, interventions. Uh, that was a stretch, but it was at least entertaining. And now yeah, Star Wars Launch Bay has got to go. And uh, that's my thought. I'm surprised. We're all fairly aligned as to what we would do with Tomorrowland. I thought there'd be some stronger feelings against uh, certain ideas, but we're we're somewhat aligned at least. There was nobody right. saying, I have to keep something that everybody else wanted to ditch. So that wasn't too bad. I'm, I um, think I was the only one on Star Tours as keeping as it is, so... Yeah, I wanted as it is, just somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, but it, yeah, uh, yeah, and it wasn't like <laughs> I mean, like Star Wars launch bay. Get rid of it, Star Tours. I'm not offended that it's there. <laughs> you know, I just think there's there's other things. We're all pretty much aligned. Yeah, put I mean, there, it would so. be kind of cool to put it over in like Marvel Land and do the Iron Man experience that they have. I think that I could get behind too. Shanghai. Yeah, but. I have to ask really quickly, since we're not going to touch on the theater. Did 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 you love? Did you like Captain EO when it first came out? Like that was my jam. I loved it when I as a kid. I loved it. I didn't what just about, like it. <laughs> I would go three or four times. He lived it. I <laughs> I cosplay. I could. <laughs> you have the rainbow striped shirt. I should have worn my Captain EO shirt tonight. I do. Well, you you guys have seen my Captain EO shirt. I think. <laughs> I think I wore it over to record with you guys one time. Uh, it's not the rainbow stripe shirt. It's just it's the Captain EO logo. Guys, there are no words to tell you when I was, I don't know, I think it came out, I was probably eight or nine, how revolutionary that film was. 
And then I took my kids to it when it came back and my kids were like, you got to be freaking kidding me, dad. Because <laughs> I'm dancing along with the whole show and I knew every word to it and my kids just thought it was terrible. So came out it, in 1986. 86. Oh, that's even more. I can think of something good that came I, out of I was 1986. <laughs> it was me. I was a, you were, you were a teen. <laughs> you were born in 86. I was 14 I was and born I was dancing along. So that's even more embarrassing because I was 14 years old and dancing along to it. It was, was the eight. coolest. Was it really 86 the first time? That's what it says, 86. Wow. I remember being younger in it. And that would be far less embarrassing if I were younger. But I don't <laughs> care. I love Captain EO. Yeah. I and, have and, the fuzzball as a, a stuffed animal. I oh, one. yeah. I still have it. That's, that's yeah. the best 3D effect is at the very end how he flies out at you and then flies back. But actually I loved it when it was, uh, when it was honey, I shrunk the audience too. I thought honey, I shrunk the audience was a great show. You know? Yeah. I like that a lot better. Yeah. I I was scared of captain EO when I was a kid. (laughs) I uh, covered my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Every once in a while, it just, just to weird people out. I'll just look at them and go, you think me beautiful. (laughs) <laughs> favorite line from it <laughs> and they either get the joke and they think it's funny or they run away from me so. or they get it and they roll their eyes like i just did <laughs> <laughs> i love captain eo so uh what are the challenges we threw out to each other this will be fun this is the final section of let's fix tomorrowland uh we want to talk about uh an attraction idea what you would take out, where you would put it, what would the attraction be like, and, uh, and, and what would you do? And then also, we need to talk, and, and feel free to talk about it when you talk about your attraction, just about the theming overall of your Tomorrowland. Like, what is your Tomorrowland like, uh, you know, to make it so that you're not constantly chasing a future that you catch up with? Because that's been... I think one of the biggest issues, it's also very disjointed. No one seems to know what does tomorrow mean. And you look at the rest of the lands, we know what fantasy is. We know what adventure is. We know what Star Wars is for sure. You know, we know what Toontown is. We know what the frontier is. But at the same time, we don't seem to know what tomorrow is. So... Uh, sorry for my barking dogs there. In the future, in Tomorrowland, in tomorrow, there will be no barking dogs. <laughs> so that's my uh, that's my tiny little Great Dane barking in the background. All right. So uh, we've got uh, your idea for an attraction. Why don't we start with Brian? What you got? Okay. So go back to what I just removed. Basically, all you have left in Tomorrowland is the Astro Orbiter put back where it belongs <laughs> and Space Mountain. Yeah, Everything right. else is gone. <laughs> so you wiped out all of Tomorrowland otherwise. The, yeah, and this is, this is my dream. What can I say? I love so, it. So I told you earlier I had a plan for all this. We've talked about how we have a hard time maintaining the tomorrow aspect what attractions are we going to put in, the theming and everything? What are we going to do? So here's what I'm doing. My attraction is going to be Tomorrowland. It's, it, it, Tomorrowland is going to be an attraction in itself. 
The theming is going to be retro future. So kind of like 60s Tomorrowland look. I kind of like that aesthetic for it. Um, and You're I th- thinking like the Jetsons. Kind of. Uh, yeah. Just the way Tomorrowland used to look back sure. in like the 60s. 60s, 70s. Yeah. I'm all for that. Um, the way I think we're going to maintain the future aspect of Tomorrowland is I'm bringing back sponsored attractions. Okay. I want to talk to uh, Elon Musk. I want to talk to all these people that are doing all these Monsanto. futuristic things. We can <laughs> yeah. even bring Monsanto back into the it. House I don't of the care. future. <laughs> come to come to me with something futuristic. You're going to have a Tomorrowland that looks almost like a New York World's Fair. Everybody's going to have a pavilion. Oh. They're going to be able to show us what they're bringing to the future. Once you don't have something futuristic that pavilion's up for bid for somebody that can bring something futuristic. So I want a world's fair style Tomorrowland with sponsored attractions from each or even just pavilions. It doesn't even need to be an attraction sponsored stuff from all these different technological companies. What are you bringing to the future and how are you going to implement that? Wow. Brian, that's a really (laughs) huge idea, man. I actually I, love I, that. I, this this is what goes on in my head when I think about Tomorrowland. <laughs> this is what I want. It's it's cool. I like what I like about it is it's retro and futuristic to have, especially have just having sponsors like that. You know, when you used to know exactly, uh, you know, I think it hit its apex at Disney World when Delta Dream Flight came out. <laughs> you know, I mean, that must have been the Delta Dream Flight. You know, I mean. But yeah, why not? I mean, get sponsors in there and let them help you design the attractions so that Elon Musk could do SpaceX. You could have the yeah. SpaceX attraction where you actually go through and sit in a SpaceX rocket or whatever. Why not? I love that. I just, I don't, I don't know. It seems very, it seems like a good way to maintain tomorrow with also maintaining the nostalgic feels that we all have for mm. Tomorrowland. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a really cool idea. You could have Autopia sponsored by Tesla. You yes. could. Good. Yeah. If they want to bring that back, go for it. It's all self-driving. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Skipper Rob, what have you got for your idea? So, I want to build upon what Brian said, but I want to get more specific here. I I also want to do the retro future. I, I love retro future, but we are going to model it after uh, Incredibles 2, one of my favorite uh, movie franchises in Disney IP. Uh, that's why I was talking about the monorail. Like, like you watch the Incredibles 2 and you go, I want to live in that universe. At least I do. Like that universe just seems so cool. And what would be really cool in that land is get rid of the the stupid like weird like space outfits and those things, but people wearing like retro 60s like like uh suits, you know, and people dressed up like they're going to the World's Fair. I like the World's Fair idea. Um, and so, but the one thing that we have to do is bring back the people mover because, yes. uh, we need to bring that back. And so that's one thing that we need to update. Um, but as far as that real estate goes, you know, we, of course, the easiest thing to do is bring Tron in. And so what yes. do we do there? 
but we could gut the theater, we can gut the arcade, but what that's a huge space of real estate, right? What do we put in there as well? You know, so uh there's so many different things that you could put in there um but i don't really have too many big ideas beyond that because i'm budget conscious (laughs) but uh (laughs) but i i do want to build upon brian's idea so if i were in a planning meeting i'd be like brian i'm gonna we're gonna brainstorm this together so i'm building it with you if we want to do this as a collective i'm adding that to my collective bit i i love it i think that's really really cool sean uh, I was I was toying with two different ideas for Tomorrowland. Uh, first would be, of course, retro uh, Tomorrowland. Uh, that was my first thought, um, making it that old Tomorrowland feel, and maybe even bring back some of those old attractions, but with newer technology. Like I would love, like we've, I don't know if we discussed it while we were recording, but Adventures Through Inner Space with today's technology yeah. uh, would be really, really mm. cool. Um, uh, one thing I was also toying with was maybe doing, I know Paris has discovery land, so it's not tomorrow. Um, so you could fit a lot of different things in a discovery land. Uh, you could still have star tours. Um, so technically that's a kind of a discovery thing, but um, I like the idea of like the Jules Verne type yep. uh, type steampunk fiction. Yeah, uh, I know they tried changing Space Mountain and stuff, and it was horrible. Uh, but they tried but that I, in Paris, right? That was the original idea of Paris. Correct. Yeah, well, it still Disney's kind of tomorrow. is, from what I understand. I haven't been to Paris. Yeah. So uh, going with that whole steampunk Jules Verne type uh, aesthetic mm. for the whole land, rather than just space mountain because then people are like what what is going on uh but astro orbiter is from i think from paris uh it is the jules verne steampunk type look yeah uh but as i've said before i mean i've i i was able to go to tokyo disney sea and they had the attraction for uh um journey to the center of the earth and that mm. was just that was incredible and you take out Autopia and interventions. You've definitely got space to build that volcano and the, the cool. type attraction. That is awesome. Um, that attraction blew my mind, but maybe even some original Jules Verne attraction. Mm. Uh, they, they had a 20,000 leagues under the sea there that was not submarines. Uh, you were in a little, it never even went underwater, but it looked like you were, it was really cool. Um, but I mean, if you kept it Tomorrowland, one one attraction idea that I had was maybe a uh, Ralph breaks the internet type dark ride. Oh yeah, um, on a really large scale. Oh. Uh, maybe you go through the internet tubes or whatever <laughs> the wires, <laughs> that uh, and then you're you know flying through the internet. And I, I think that I like that. You could have some really cool, cool experiences there, but. I mean, eventually that's going to get outdated too, which is why I was leaning towards Discovery Land because that doesn't really get outdated where tomorrow always gets outdated and you have to revamp it. Mm, Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool ideas. Um, Uh, Sean, before we get to you, one more thing. I don't know if this was discussed on this podcast. I don't remember where I heard this. (laughs) It could be on this podcast, but we talked about 
turning the people mover into like a dome where you could yeah. see the VR. Who was that? Whose idea I, was that? Was that, uh, that may have been Nick Galetti's idea. It could have been, yeah, Nick's idea. I, I think and it I was love Nick. that idea. Yeah. And Nick had that uh, a great idea where you could have like the dome and the people mover and then it Virtual does reality VR. stuff, yeah. Yeah, within Disneyland. And then you can pick different maybe scenarios. Like you could pick, you know, retro Disney. And then you put that in and you could see the attractions where they used to be. That'd like be cool. that would be. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Killer. If you, yeah. If you, everywhere you looked, you saw it, you could choose a year or yes. an era. I uh, just, yeah. yeah, that's, that would be cool. I don't uh, know if anybody would choose now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with 2010, 2020. I really miss uh, Star Wars Launch Bay. (laughs) Yeah, virtual tour of Star Wars Launch Bay. Uh, um, So I, I, a couple of things I'll say before. I I have an idea for an attraction and and a a theme, but two things. First of all, for crying out loud, bring back the people mover. And I'm sorry that California has made it so difficult for them to do that. But to me, they should take an all-in approach, rebuild it, and extend it. Make it even bigger. Make it go through the park more, you know, and and see even more parts of the park. Maybe take it around even over by by the Matterhorn, whatever. Just we need the people mover. So please bring that back. And that brings so much excitement to that area, especially when you've got the people mover and then you get the Astro Orbiters on top. Secondly, uh, it's been said a couple times here, but Tron, get, uh, you know, the, the truth is get rid of Autopia and bring in Tron. I, yeah. I mean, I am so, you all know I'm a big Tron fan. I cannot wait for the Disney World version to come up, but uh, let's let's bring that into Disneyland. But my idea for uh, Tomorrowland is sort of a hybrid between tomorrow and discovery. Uh, like Sean was saying, where it's more like you're finding things in the future. So like space mountain is a good example of that. Not only is that a tomorrow thing, but it's a discovery. We found this space mountain and now we're going and exploring it. Uh, but I, I had an idea for an attraction and Rob, you'll be very proud because it's fiscally very responsible of me. Oh, good. Um, Budget conscious. It it actually uses the existing launch bay building, the show building. Uh, But my my idea could be built in that show building, or maybe it's easier to tear it down and build a new show building. But um, I think it would be cool as... So the 60s theme, the retro theme, is very cool and very hard to execute at a high level is my concern is, you know, it's difficult. And will that be out of vogue at some point? Uh, Staying in front of tomorrow is very tricky. So this whole thing where I I actually, I think Sean, you mentioned that get away from outer space. I think lean into space. Uh, You've got space mountain, Buzz Lightyear could be updated or whatever, but space, but not star Wars, not star Mm -hmm. Wars version of space. More Space Mountain, more aliens, more Elon Musk and SpaceX and exploration. Make it a space exploration thing. But the idea I had was, this feels very Disney to me. You 
you turn uh, Launch Bay into a massive flying saucer spaceship that has crashed into Tomorrowland, Ooh. which would just be facing it. It would just be surfacing the whole thing. And you have this giant spaceship that has crashed and classic kind of Disney. We say, hey, you know what? We, we've thoroughly, you know, the government has thoroughly inspected it and there are no aliens on it. So we're now letting the public see it. We're giving you a tour. It's a walking tour and come right this way. You walk in and all of a sudden the doors close behind you and you hear your guide saying, hey, open the doors. What happened here? And an alien appears and tells you you're actually going to be, you know, examined or whatever. They're trying to learn about you. Makes you get in a car like Haunted Mansion. And it's basically a space alien version of Haunted Mansion where you're going through and maybe it's scary. Maybe some aliens are popping out at you and they were just in hiding, whatever. And then at the end, they got to break you out. You know, they, they have to, you know, at the end you get saved before the aliens do an autopsy on you or whatever. I just think it's a so cool it's space meets haunted mansion meets mission breakout <laughs> meets mission breakout <laughs> meets alien encounter space mansion breakout. Yes. It, and that's really <laughs> what it is, which to a certain extent uh, meets um, what's the new star Wars attraction. Right. Resistance, you know, where they got to break you out, you know, uh, and get you away from the aliens and get you out of there. I just think something like that. I I feel like that level of creativity could be so fun and make it an omni mover, you know, make it an omni mover where you could board lots of people. But anyway, that's my idea is that that everything there, you're discovering something new. The submarines could be redone. That's one of the things I loved is that in the original attraction, you know, you found the mermaids. That was a discovery, like something we hadn't actually discovered before. I feel like Tomorrowland could really be about that sense of let's go explore. Let's, let's find new things that haven't been discovered. So... I say bring I back uh, bring back Alien Encounter from uh, Florida. <laughs> Put it in Tomorrowland. So, I've always wanted to try that out. <laughs> alien Encounter was alien terrifying. Encounter. I never did it. Um, but am I the only one that's been on Tron? You are the only one who's been on Tron. Yeah, it's the most amazing ride. It's amazing. Like just, it's going to blow your mind, Sean. You're just going to, yeah. you're just going to want to stand in the queue. You don't even probably want to go on the ride. You just want to stand in the queue. It's so good. So, <laughs> so I was funny story. I was actually going to go, you know, I've actually, I've been to Shanghai many times, uh, but, um, but have not been to Disney out there because I was mostly there before it opened, but I was going to go and this thing happened, um, it was a pandemic actually. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And it actually started in China. And so <laughs> oh. since then I've not been able to go, but now that they're building one in Florida, uh, we're talking about going, assuming it's still on track. We're talking about going in November, uh, nice. late November, early December doing our next Disney world trip. So awesome. anyway, Rob, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, I've never, I never watch, ride attraction videos until after i've gone rob you and i have that in yes. common yes uh i watched tron 
and I watched it several times. Yeah. And it will do nothing to diminish <laughs> how much I want to go on it. So it's amazing. Well, I think we all agree that Tomorrowland is worth salvaging. It's not like, hey, get rid of it and build an entirely different land. I don't think any it's of us basically feel that way. what I did. Yeah. But uh, you know what I like, Brian, though, is you you were almost the most reverential about it. Like, tear it down because you want it to come back stronger and better. So, yeah. But you definitely no one was in the camp of, hey, tomorrow is a lousy concept. Just get out. So True. Well. I like the World's Fair idea. It's such a great idea. Yeah, it's funny because if if I had to vote on one, that's the one I'd probably vote on. I love <laughs> the the whole World's Fair. The I mean, that was Walt's thing. That was his thing was finding sponsors and finding real things in the future. You know. Yeah, that and, was the future. Yeah, yeah. Well, very cool, guys. Well, I think we've come up with some great ideas, and for our listeners out there. What do you agree with? What do you disagree with? Tell us. Uh, you know, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We'd love for you to connect with us there. Tell us what we got wrong. Tell us what we got right. Is that a uh, resistance sticker you got there, Rob? No, no. It looks like Nemo. <laughs> oh, was that Nemo? I couldn't tell. <laughs> we need a baby Yoda ride. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can almost guarantee you there's going to be a Mandalorian attraction at some point. The I know the Mandalorian the response that it got, <laughs> um, but yeah, but the speeder like that would be really cool. Like a speeder, uh, you guys, I just thought of it. There we go, a, a speeder <laughs> uh, uh, simulator. Yeah, would that, be? that would be awesome. You can go through Endor. You can go yes. through Tatooine. See how many Ewoks you can hit on your speeder bike. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit some, uh, what, what are they called? Uh, the the Utinis. Utini! Utini! You point every time. A few oh, Jawas in there. Jawas. You hit <laughs> some Jawas. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was terrified of Jawas. They scared me to death. I was so scared of Jawas because they just suddenly appeared, you know? They were just, I don't know. They they were you couldn't see their faces, just little eyes. It was them and the sand raiders. Terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. But anyway, I digress. So we want to thank you all for listening tonight. Thank you so much to our special guests, uh, Sean Solo, King B, Brian, and Skipper Rob. It was a pleasure having you guys all together. We had some great input. And what did we miss? Feel free to connect with us on social media. Let us know what we got right, what we missed. If you enjoyed the show, we did take a fairly lengthy break for the holidays, but uh, we're back. We're going to be putting out regular episodes. If you enjoy the show, if you could share it with someone, you must know someone who's a big Disneyland fan. Tell them that we've got this podcast and please let us know if you have ideas for the show or what we can do to make it better. Please let us know. And if you really are enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. This podcast is available just about anywhere you get your podcasts. So on behalf of all of us in the Castle Collective and until the next time we all get together, thanks so much for tuning in tonight. We'll see you next time. Thank you.